will never sleep again, and you're listening to The Theremin Chronicles. A podcast where we discuss all things sci-fi and horror. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Veronica. And on today's episode, we'll be discussing one of the newest Netflix shows, All of Us Are Dead. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this new series. All of Us Are Dead. Yeah. So I couldn't help but think about that song by Lil Uzi Vert. (laughs) And this, like, whenever I read the title, I just kept going, All of Us Are Dead. (laughs) Push me to the edge. Yes. All of Us Are Dead. (laughs) And you you remember because you were there. Yes. (laughs) And you got it in my head. Yep. (laughs) Yep. But this was pretty interesting. Um, Pretty cool take on zombie horror flick. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And it did it did some things that we saw before in zombie horror, but the way they did it is they did it really well. I think <laughs> yes. I think they did it really well. They did. And they presented things in, in different ways and yep. so than than what we've seen before. So I thought I thought that was, I liked that about it. Yeah. Now, if you haven't seen um, the show yet. Spoiler alert. Yes. Spoiler alert. There will be spoilers as always during this episode. And um, we encourage you, go watch it and come back to us. Or if you just want to listen to a spoiler review, then, you know, stick around. Um, But yeah, it takes um, place in Korea. Yep. And, um, you know pretty pretty cool if you've seen train to busan then you kind of have some idea of the types of zombies we're dealing with here right um yeah it's the fast zombies yeah and the setting is korea in a high school and the zombie outbreak happens (laughs) at a a high school it's it's pretty straightforward Mm -hmm. pretty straightforward here it's what you would expect about a zombie i always like my zombie movies and zombie fiction to start off like that just you know, so or regular ordinary day right. at the office or at school or or at home, and then the zombies just show up. I think that's the best way. Yeah. You know, just like we don't need to. Well, me personally, I don't need to see. I don't need it to start off with the mad scientist. I don't need to see patient zero first. You know, um, but this show was really interesting. Where it started off with showing us some bullies on the roof and. They're pushing this kid around and then we we see the kid hit the ground and he just did this really freaky movement. And, mm-hmm. you know, and we at this point, we kind of don't know what's going on. We don't know if it's a if this person is a zombie or if this person is a monster. And then later on in the show, that's when we just see full blown monsters. Right. Yeah. So now I did like the fact that you know, it took place at a high school. I kind of like it um, when you see these really serious situations occurring right. where, you know, it's young people that are involved. And you kind of have to watch them figure out how to navigate the situation. And so, you know, they're at a high school. It's it's like the middle of the day. They don't have any like zombie <laughs> fighting supplies or, or they don't right, have food right. or, or any of that stuff they just you know have the regular stuff it's that not they a hardware have. store yeah <laughs> so they have to be really resourceful and i feel like the kids in this um show actually were pretty resourceful right um they were able to make like crude weapons 
Um, they did look for some food and whatnot. They some of them were unsuccessful in yeah. finding the food, but um, I did appreciate the resourcefulness of. Yeah, they were very the resourceful. Like like you said, it it wasn't like they were at a sports store or a hardware store somewhere where, you know, where you just have useful items around you that could immediately be turned into a weapon. Right. I suppose if this happened at a Lowe's or a Home Depot, well, it, you know, a hammer, <laughs> you could find a hammer or a nail gun or something. Yeah. Or if this happened at a, at a, what's, what's that place? That, uh, that sports. What are you uh, thinking of? Like, like Dick Sporting Goods or. Yeah. Or something yeah. like, like a Dick Sporting Good. Or the or like Cabela's okay. or something like that, then it's you well, know that would be well, a dream come true. You well, that, that's a good place so to many be. Things to work with, except that um, except that the the food situation might suck. Yeah, that would probably. But then suck. you can just kind of like use a, you can use a megaphone to just say, hey, you know, if you come with food, you know, we can make a trade. You know, we can give <laughs> you, we could we could protect you if you bring us food. So so yeah, it's not a bad situation. No, it's not no. a bad situation to be in at all. No, it wasn't. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't be awful there. But you know, no. being in the high school, it's like these mm-hmm. um, doors were not the strongest, and the rooms had limited supplies, and right. there's zombies swarming the the halls all over the building. So they really had to try to figure things out. At at, at some point, they were actually climbing between floors using like cloth hanging out of the windows to try to reach different floors of the school. But, um, you know, so I did yeah. like the setting taking place, you know, having taken place mostly within the high school. I liked that too. Yeah. yeah that was one. It reminded me of, um, oh, why can't I think of it now? Was it a movie or a show? It was a show. Oh, no, it was a movie. Um, it was a movie. A lot of people feel like Hunger Games was based off of this movie, and I'm I can't believe I'm drawing. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> Battle Royale. Battle Royale, of course. Battle Royale. I can't That's believe the I one that Blake. started. Well, basically, it's the one that started it all. Yeah. That started it, and I immediately when I saw Hunger Games, I remember seeing the trailer for Hunger Games. I was like, mm-hmm. Battle Royale. Right. And I remember, I remember when I first saw Battle Royale. That was one of the first times that. I saw a movie and I said, okay, this is something that I really would not want to have happen in real life. Right. And I've seen that I've in, in you know, and, and, and it completely, it completely wiped away any other movie where I felt that way. Cause there's other <laughs> movies where I, where I felt, where I swore I felt that way. Uh-huh. But then when I saw battle Royale, like all the versions of it that, right. that you can see, when I, whenever I saw any of them, I was like, okay, uh-huh. this is the one. I thought, before I thought that's a situation I wouldn't want to be in, but Battle Royale just made that seem yeah, like that... a nightmare. You're going against your friends. Right. And, you know, spoiler alert for Battle, if you haven't seen Battle Royale, it's a movie where regular high school kids have to kill each other mm-hmm. in order to win. So... See, in Hunger Games, they're going against kids from other districts, and that's bad enough. But you, in this situation, you might have to kill a classmate or kill a best friend. And I have a really good story about that, a really funny one. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. So a friend of mine 
we were talking about worse situations to be in. And it really, it should we should have really had a podcast dur- during that discussion. And so we all talked about the worst situations that we all could possibly be in and what you wouldn't want to be in. And I said, and I said, I personally wouldn't like Battle Royale because, you know, that it would be a really messed up situation for us to be in. And so this guy, my friend, I kid you not, he goes, well, John, well, Jonathan, I hope you would, I hope you would kill me in a really cool way. <laughs> oh, okay. you, you know, I would do the same for you. <laughs> Sorry, as long as he gets a cool death. As long as he gets a cool death. And I was just like, see, I was like, see, and that's exactly why I don't want to be in no battle royale situation. I would never want to be in a battle royale situation. But when I saw experiment, right. But when I saw the trailer for this, it like immediately made me think of battle royale, probably just because it's set in a school. Um, But you kind of encounter some of some similar themes between the two. Um, but yeah, so, you know, we, we kind of are able to see this zombie outbreak from the kids' perspectives. But another thing I appreciated was that we also got to see how like the adults were handling it and even how the government was dealing with it and the measures they were taking and, you know, what was going on as far as they were concerned and, the parents, some of the parents trying to reach the kids. And that was interesting. Yeah, that was really yeah. interesting. You know, kind of makes you think, what would you do in a situation like that where your kid is just, you know, they're at high school and it's basically a situation where you can't get to them. There's a yeah. crazy zombie outbreak going on. What are you going to do? And so a uh, couple of the parents, um, Chang San's mother. Chang San is one of the main characters. Um, oh, he's man. a high school student. Yeah. His mother. Okay. His mother was adorable. <laughs> oh my gosh. She loved her son. She loved him a lot. <laughs> she loved him a lot. So she and um, her husband, they owned a chicken shop, like a, well, a chicken restaurant. Yeah. And um, earlier in the season, we could see that she had invited like Chang San and some of his friends over to try out some of the new recipes. Yeah. And, and uh, the food was salty. And the, the food was salty. <laughs> You'll get that <laughs> but, if you watch it. But but it was good, though. They felt like it was still good. And Chang San's face is, like, plastered on the door, on her apron. It's, like, all over the place. <laughs> Just and everywhere. What is it? Chang, Chang San Chicken, I think, Chang was San the name Chicken. of it. It was even, well, like... That's a dope name, too. Right? Chang, <laughs> Chang San Chicken. Chicken. Like, hey, that just I sounds like good. Like, <laughs> That's probably because we're hungry right now. I know, so right? So it just, it just sounds good. Like, man, let me get some, chon- some of that chon chicken. chicken. <laughs> oh, it, it did look good, I got to say, seeing the food on the plate. <laughs> but she loved him. And so, like, he felt kind of, um, like, awkward. The fact that his name was on the restaurant and his face was all over the restaurant. And this was something he had talked to his mother about before. But once the outbreak happened and she caught wind of it um, from news reports she was watching at the restaurant, she immediately grabbed one of the scooters for the restaurant and tried to go get him. And we later see that she makes it to the grounds of the school only to get attacked by a zombie. She was so ill-equipped for the situation. And, And it seemed as if 
she was very confused as to what a zombie was. Yeah. So I felt really bad for her. She's like trying to reason with like with one of Chong Song's friends. Right, right. Who, That's who she recognized on recognized the green at the, the school. Green. And she was like, I'm Chong Song's mother. Uh-huh. And she was just she was like, so I forgot what his name was. She was like, so and so, don't you recognize me? And, yeah. And that was really sad. But I have to wonder. I have to wonder if you notice one of your children's friends is just looking at you with these <laughs> wild eyes and coming after you. I mean, he looked like he wasn't about to do. Okay, suppose he wasn't a zombie. Suppose you don't think he's a zombie. Right. He's not about to do anything good no, to you. No, he's got like blood. You're, you're out like, there. All his face. Right, there's blood all over his face. He has these wild eyes and he's he's zeroing in on you. You're out there by yourself. You're you're a middle-aged person out there by yourself in the dark. Was it dark at that um, point? It was It was starting to it get It was starting to get dark. It was, yeah. yeah. It was it was, it was it was late afternoon at best. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're we're slowly we're steadily approaching evening. It was just I, I I felt bad for her, but I had to wonder why she didn't try harder to like get away from him because he know. looked crazy. Now I know the news reports didn't flat out say like zombies, right? But the news reports <laughs> showed what was happening with these people, and, and they made it seem like you know it was dangerous enough. So, you know, I don't know. Like you, I don't understand why she didn't take enough precaution. Yeah, she didn't Um, have a weapon. She didn't have a weapon or anything. anything. It just, yeah. So she ended up getting turned. And I felt bad about that. She was by herself. Where was was his father? Well, we saw that she had tried to, do you remember? To reach him. Yeah, Yeah. And he was like, they showed the phone in the the pocket where the phone was ringing. Right. And they panned out and like, he's just kind of shuffling around his office. That's right. He was already a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. So. He was already zombie. Mm. Yeah. And then the other parent who tried to rescue their child was Mr. Nam. Mr. Nam. I love Mr. Nam. He was Mr. actually Nam one of my favorite cool. characters, right? Mr. Nam, you if you don't see this, if nothing else can convince you to watch this show, Mr. Nam is a cool character. He's yeah. got some cool action sequences in there. And he threw me for a loop. I yeah. didn't know we were going there. We were first yeah. introduced to Mr. Nam like at the breakfast table with it's him and his daughter Anjo. Yeah. And, you know, he's just kind of, you know, he seemed like a chill dad. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, he seemed like a chill dad. But I didn't know he was going to be like this cool, like former, like elite, like elite a, soldier. Elite soldier. Like he was really yeah. cool. <laughs> so, and he's a firefighter. And Everybody he's a likes firefighters. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so he tries to rescue his daughter and he goes through a series of hoops, but he eventually gets to her and he helps her and um, the kids she's with escape safely um, to another area where there weren't as many zombies. But in the process, he gets bit. So I thought for sure he was going to turn into one of like the hybrid super zombies um, you know the type where it's like they can still they have their their minds are intact right. and um, you know they have the zombie virus within them right. but they don't really you know they're not really affected the same way they have augmented strength and even hearing and and whatnot but um, that didn't happen so we see him just kind of 
fully turned, shuffling about yeah. with the rest of the zombies. So I was sad about that. I mean, they certainly subverted my expectations with that. Right. Yeah. I thought for sure he was going to turn right. into one of those special. And you know what? I have more to say about that later. So I won't say it now. So, oh, okay. Because so, <laughs> I, I, was, I was about to say something, but I was like, oh, you know what? I'm getting into spoiler alert territory for myself, I guess. <laughs> if that makes sense. All right. So what I, what, I, uh, what I absolutely liked in this was the zombies themselves were cool. And they felt like an actual threat. They did. They they were an actual threat. You you felt a sense of danger. It's one thing that a zombie movie has to do well to survive. <laughs> <laughs> now would be would be the zombies have to actually be a be scary to you. You have to be able to think of them in in a way where it's like, man, if these zombies existed in real life, I, I don't know if I would travel. To save somebody, it would have to be my child, or it would have to be my wife for right. me to go out there in the street and deal. These zombies are not messing around no, with you. They, these are not the Walking Dead zombies. No, these are not the zombies where you can, where you can uh, go and make some food and then come back and then, and then they're still trying to walk toward the door. Right. But in all those, but in all, in, in all those zombie fictions, they always kind of have. They always kind of have a little bit of an inconsistency where, like, sometimes they're s- slow, sometimes they're fast. We get that in The Walking Dead. It's like, okay, are they fast zombies or are they slow zombies? Right, right. You know, like, they seem faster in the rain in The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, but uh, what I thought was also cool with these zombies were the movements that they did as the zombies. Yeah. It's really interesting. It, it it almost looks like they're getting ready to either do some form of martial arts or some or a dance number right. or something. They have this like twitch dance move yes. that they got going. I feel like that's like a feature of like the Korean types of zombies. Yeah. Like even in like Trained Busan yeah. and some of the others, like they kind of do the like the twitching and like, like a nervous tick. Yeah, and you then... can hear like the bones cracking. And yeah. I think that's that's really cool because it like sets them apart. Kind of reminded me of like, what's that movie with like the the it's it's like the haunted house and it's set. I forgot where it's set, but it has the thing that makes the noise like, uh, like <laughs> the grudge. The grudge? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. That that kind of didn't that kind of remind you of the grudge? Like a little bit. Yeah. Or, oh yeah. Yeah. Really creepy. It made it really creepy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in the show, in All of Us Are Dead, sometimes in All of Us Are Dead, sometimes people were trapped in like close quarters with somebody who is turning. And so they can hear the bones creaking up close. And these zombies, it's been established that these zombies are very strong. So we're talking some of these zombies um being being um punctured or stabbed in the chest it's not really working the only right. thing that we've seen really work for the zombies is them getting stabbed through the neck which is strange because we saw a zombie get uh stabbed right through the mouth mm-hmm. and 
and it's not stopping it. The yeah. zombie was still going strong. Like headshots will not do it for these right. zombies. Multiple like, people could be holding a door and just one zombie is almost too much for two people trying to hold a door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the uh the zombie also something else I liked was the zombie hybrids were a cool concept. They were. Yeah. They I were like a that cool aspect. Concept. Yeah. Now, there were some people who got bit that I wish they didn't turn into a zombie. Right. Um, I didn't know they were going to introduce this concept. But, um, you know, once they did, I thought, okay, maybe there's still some hope for some of the the characters that might get bit later on. The ones that I cared most about, you know. Yeah. So I, I agree. I did think that that was an interesting concept. I felt like that was definitely a missed they it was a cool concept but had some missed opportunities. I'm assuming that there's going to be another season, so maybe we'll get to see that. Yeah. One guy, I was for sure that he was going to get bit and turned into a hybrid zombie, but he ended up not getting bit at all. Who? It was it was the guy who was who was uh who was kind of he had a romance with with the one girl who turned into a hybrid. Oh, 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 okay. You're talking about Suhyuk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He likes the class president. Right. He yeah. likes the okay. class president. Right, right. Like I couldn't remember his name. I remember a lot of other people's names. Uh you know, I thought he was cool. Yeah. Wasn't one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he wasn't um he was well right, no, but... he was one of my favorite characters, but like I cared a lot more about some of the other characters yeah. going on there. And I for sure thought he was going to be a hybrid. Mm-hmm. And he ended up not getting attacked at all. I'm glad he survived. Right. And and I almost thought they were doing a foreshadowing there where he told her, he asked her to bite him. Yeah. And he was, he was like, just bite me and I'll be exactly like you. <laughs> and I, I thought, okay, so we're going to see that. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So, like you said, though, there's probably going to be a season two. They didn't confirm right. it yet, but you know, maybe that'll be something that happens in a later season. Oh, they they did well enough. I, I've seen all the TikToks and all the Instagram right. reels about all of us are dead. Like, okay, like that isn't that what it means to that you made it these days? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that means that you made it. You know. They're making the Squid Game rounds, so basically, so yeah, yeah, they're they're hitting all the same good press on social media. So, uh, come on, give us a second season, right? We we definitely because we definitely had fun watching. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they they did a good job at making you care about the characters, especially for me. They especially did a good job at making me feel feel something for the victims of the bullies. Okay, for yeah. For the bully victims. And they did a good job at giving one of them in particular a what I thought to be an interesting story arc. So so uh her name um I think it was Yunji. Yeah. Yeah, Yunji. She she's a bullying victim who becomes a hybrid zombie. And her whole story arc is that they, the bullies, and I'm not going to spoil it for you too much, although, you know, you know, don't expect this treatment all the time. The bullies <laughs> force her to do something 
that was really, really messed up. It was really disgusting. Yeah. And they and they put it on video and they were planning on releasing it to the whole school. And I think they did. It, yeah, they, it, it was set on a timer. On a timer. And it did get released. And it did get released, but it ended up not really... The good thing is it ended up not really mattering because it's a zombie apocalypse. And so, you know, that part of society, that that's just done. <laughs> like, nobody really cares. They no, had, they not big, there. So that was what was good for her. But she was so depressed that she was going to commit suicide just as the zombie outbreak happened. She ends up getting bit by a zombie. Uh, and then she ends up turning into a zombie hybrid. And I just felt like this was a very interesting story arc that they gave her. She ends up at a camp and and like killing some soldiers. And there they start running tests on her to try to figure some things, you know, try to figure out an antidote uh, with, you know, with her. And I was like, wow, I didn't see I, di- I really didn't see something. I didn't really see that happening. Usually I can, usually I'm for good at, I'm, I'm good at for, uh, foreseeing what's going to happen uh-huh. with the character. And I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. Um, Mr. Nam. Man, that was one of my favorite parts of the, sh- of the show. Because just like, just like you mentioned earlier, uh-huh. I wasn't expecting them to go there with him. This guy was like, was like John Wick. Yeah. He was like a John Wick. We we get some really just straight up old school action sequences mm-hmm. with him where he's diving in the water while they're shooting at him. And, right. And he's narrowly escaping with his life. He's he's uh with between his skills from being a firefighter and an ex, I guess what would be considered like special forces or special operations. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, this guy, this guy was just really cool. And I liked that he had the story arc of he's just trying to get to his daughter. Right. And, and that was cool. And we got to see him, you know, he was forced into these situations where he, he wants to help people, but at the same time, the clock's ticking and he's got to get to his daughter. And he's, he's even having doubts that his daughter is, could still be alive Mm -hmm. at this point and and so i think that that helped the show i don't think i would have liked it as much if it was just about uh, the high schoolers being trapped in the school now mind you i would not have hated that no i I would not have hated it it still would have been pretty good yeah this gave it like some more dimension us being able to see um different viewpoints so I think that was pretty cool. Agreed. Definitely. Now, might I also say that I felt like the acting was really good in this. Like, especially considering we're dealing with, like, a cast of young actors. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure if all their ages, but they were pretty young. I thought they were pretty believable in their performances. I thought so. Yeah. So, for the most part, I felt like they were pretty believable in their performances. The adults as well. So the acting didn't bother me at all. Um, the practical effects and the makeup was actually really good. Yes. Um, there was some CGI definitely. moments thrown in there, <laughs> which were, which were kind of silly. But yeah. the practical effects, oh my gosh, whenever you would see one of them like take a chunk 
or you know Ooh, the, it yeah, was so yeah. disgusting it just really looked gross it was so bad you felt bad yeah you felt bad for the person who got bit uh they did a good they job they really did a good job with that so i i really appreciate that <laughs> yeah the the science teacher i thought that was a highlight okay there. The, yeah the science teacher who started the zombie plague i feel like he was a complex and and compelling character where you didn't agree with him, but you understood why he was so angry. So the science teacher, his son was like the main target of the bullies. And they were, these guys were bad. They, they stuffed him and they showed the bullies like stuff his son into a washing machine and just like put him on like the the rinse cycle i forgot about that and and they recorded the whole thing and the father the science teacher he's just he's frustrated with his son because he wanted his son to fight back and we also see where the teacher is the science teacher himself is getting bullied by other adults himself Mm -hmm. and so this kind of changes him and warps his view of the world and like i said you don't you don't agree with him but you you feel you feel sorry for him in in a way but at the same time you're just like well the answer isn't making performing an experience on your uh, performing an experiment on your son which is what causes the outbreak. So he he runs experiments on his son and he basically turns his son into the first hybrid sort of like we see his son where there's sometimes he's normal, but then there's other times he he's this aggressive zombie thing right. that, that wants to that wants to kill. And so so yeah, you know, he's a he's a highlight of this. The the adult characters in general made for an interesting story mm-hmm. overall because they all have children at the high school or they know there's children at the high school and they're trying to rescue those children. So you have the kids that are trying to survive in the high school or trying to get out and you have the adults that are trying to get in. Right. In which about about that, the the series overall has good social commentary. Mm-hmm. I've seen other shows try to do that and and they make it really weird and political and just not not inclusive at all. But in this they really they really make they really do a good job at making things uh you know really inclusive right. and and they make it they make it believable and they show you just they show you how things could play out how different social things can play out in the middle of a zombie outbreak without being too preachy or getting too political. And that was a highlight for me. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. That was pretty cool. I I like that they included that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Well, now some of the things that I didn't care for. (laughs) Um, Let's hear it. (laughs) I well, I already mentioned one thing. Like, I did not care for the fact that Mr. Nam and Chong Son's mother, that they they turned 
and became yeah. full-blown zombies. Like, I right. didn't care for that. Um, but um, now, Guinam, who is one of the main antagonists in the movie, in the show, um, he's actually, like, on a mission to find Chong Song within, this, within the school. And they have some history... And Chang San actually caught Guinam killing their principal. Not because the principal was right. a zombie, but it was just because, just because. he could. Yeah, <laughs> like, because, he could. Yeah. You know, he didn't like the principal. The principal didn't care for him. Guinam was always getting into trouble. He was no a known troublemaker. And so uh, Chang San catches him and records him actually killing the principal. So um, we have this, you know, subplot where... Guinam is trying to find Chang Song in the school. And he finally eventually catches up with Chang Song. They like duke it out. And he actually is able to get some revenge on Chang Song because um when he found out that Guinam had actually killed the principal. They fought earlier as well. Yeah. And Chang San was able to kind of gouge his eye out with. <laughs> oh, we have it around Yay. the applause. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but he was that. He was just so annoying. Yeah, Guinan was just really just awful. Really annoying. Really annoying. And it, really, it wasn't really even awful. that he was, for me, it wasn't even that he was so evil. It was just that, like, he was just annoying and he wouldn't go away. <laughs> Like, they just kept him throughout the series. Like <laughs> Yes, now, I agree with that point. But also, for me, was the fact that he was just evil. Yeah. He was awful. He was a part of the group that, you know, bullied different kids, bullied that girl. And, you know, he was just awful. And so, earlier on, they had a fight where Chang San successfully gouged out Guinam's eye with a phone. And so Guinam is trying to find Chang San because he wants to do the same thing. And he successfully does it. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, why did they allow him to actually yeah. gouge out Chang San's eye? He didn't deserve that. So no. I didn't appreciate that. I felt like Guinam deserved all all the worst things to happen to him. Right. And it wasn't fair for Chang San, who's actually a really good character, to have to suffer something like that so after his mother's unsuccessful rescue of him and him having to see chang san eventually sees his zombified mother yeah. and and sees them deal with her you know like so well sort of you know because then we see her again and i think for what he went through it didn't make sense that they had him die like that he's another one that could have just went ahead and became a hybrid. Are you talking zone. about Shang Tsung? Yeah. Uh, well, we don't know if he's dead. We didn't see. Yeah, right. we didn't see. All a body. we saw was, um, you know, An he's explosion. at the bottom of of the elevator shaft in that yeah. construction building. So I have hope that he'll return. He did get bit, and it was taking a long time for, for it to activate. To, so we can. Turn, I feel yeah. like it's safe to assume he would become a hybrid. But that would be cool. Uh, you know, we won't know until that, that would be the cool. We won't know until the next season. Yeah. Hashtag restore Chansa. <laughs> Return <laughs> restore the Chongsan verse. <laughs> yes. Now now talking about hybrid zombies, Namra, the class president. Namra. Yeah. So we mentioned before that when you become a hybrid, you don't really it, the zombie virus doesn't affect you in the same way as the other zombies. You maintain like your um, your mind is intact and, you know, you're kind of 
your temperament is somewhat the same. However, you do have augmented strength and hearing and, and it's presumed other abilities. Right. And so we've seen Namra with this augmented strength, but there are several occasions where she would have been so useful and she's just kind of standing there. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. please pitch in and help. Um, now, I think there was like one time where she was standing there and something was going on something with her. Something happened like, to her. She she had a system malfunction. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then there are other times where it's like, oh, my gosh, if you guys don't just like send Namra over there or Namra, if you just don't, you know, just go ahead and, and kind of take the lead and and try to knock that door down or move that table or yeah. whatever it may be. Um, I felt like she could have been more useful in certain situations. Or even when when we see Guinam and he ends up fighting Chang San or, you know, some of the yeah. others. It's like she's strong enough to face off with Guinam, who is also a hybrid zombie. So, you yeah. know. And there's only a couple of them that were able to really hold their own against Guinam. And she yeah. was just sitting there. Yeah. So I, I didn't care for that. However, I don't think that that part bothered me as much as you as much as it bothered you (laughs) well because i feel like that they made that decision because they didn't want it to be too much like an anime okay and so you know because that's exactly how the anime would play out there would be this this cool high school girl who is a zombie hybrid and whenever the bad zombies show up we see her do all this cool stuff like a, a whole fighting thing, you know, a whole fighting okay. sequence. And so, and so, because that's where my mind went. Yeah. I immediately thought, oh, okay, so this is going to be a kung fu zombie movie and we're going to see her, we're going to see her with the augmented strength and she's going to pick up Guinam and throw him through a wall. And then, and then the end of the movie is going to be her. Like killing a bunch of evil soldiers, and you know, <laughs> okay, well, that's what see, I thought. <laughs> I don't think they needed to take it that far. They still could have given us some kind of like Resident of- Evil. Was, I thought it was going to be Resident, <laughs> Resident Evil. Evil. <laughs> they still could have given us some kind of dwarfing effect when it came to yeah. her. But I just would have liked to have seen the effort at least, seeing as she's the strongest one on our team of good guys. You yeah. know, so yeah. The other so. thing I didn't care for was. Um, the teacher's decision to <sighs> go after Nyan. Uh, so there was a female classmate named Nyan, and she was just so hateful towards yeah. another classmate. And um, she was she worse was, than Guina. She well, I don't know. She was. She was. I think so. She. I don't know if she was worse. I. I, I don't know I, if I, I would say so. because I feel like Guina did everything that she did and more. So I he can't did. say that she was worse. He did, but you kind of saw it coming. Like the people like. Oh, you mean worse in the sense of you couldn't tell that she was right. that evil. Oh, okay. She was sneaky evil, which okay. of what you're about to say, which yeah. you're about to tell, what you're about to tell the listeners. Yes. So she couldn't stand this other character because um, as she called him, he was a wealthy and I guess, you know, they go to like a private high school. And so he was on a, on a scholarship or, you know, just receiving some kind of stipend to go to the school, whereas she was from a wealthier family and didn't have to worry about any kind of assistance. So she really took some zombie blood. Yep. And she was supposed to go apologize to him because she's been kind of berating him throughout 
the time that they've been yeah. together just because she doesn't like him. She's supposed to go and apologize to him. The teacher makes her go. And she brings a cloth with some zombie blood on it and rubs it on a wound of his, pretending to clean it off, pretending that she's cleaning the wound. Well, inevitably, he turns into a zombie. Yeah. And that's the end of that character. He gets uh, thrown out the window. Right. And we find out later, you know, there's this whole thing. She's exposed for the murderer that she is. And so she runs outside of the classroom because they don't want her there. And what does the teacher do? The teacher goes after her. And the teacher dies. (laughs) The teacher dies. The teacher teacher dies to protect her. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, the teacher had this whole spiel about, you know, we don't want to become monsters basically too late and it's like she was she was a monster she was already a monster like what i and this is why i say she's worse than guinam almost every situation that we saw guinam in he he was a he make no mistake he was a jerk he he would push people out in front of zombie we saw him push like a girl out into where the zombies could uh get her he did the same thing to a friend of his and that was wrong for him to do. And it makes him a murderer. But in all of those situations, he really thought that he was going to die. He really thought he was going to die and he decided better me than you. And to be fair, he was, he was in some situations where he was trapped, surrounded by certain death. Like, he was going to get bit, like, by in those situations with those zombies. However, um, Nayeon, she um, she was in no apparent danger at all. She just hated and despised this kid because she felt like he spends her rich people money. And she, she was coming from a very hateful, like, Hitler level place where she just despised everything about him. And it was so it was a very personal and premeditated kill. It was one of it was pretty awful. It was pretty. It was one of the worst things I've seen in a movie (laughs) or a show like uh, for somebody who's not. a He wasn't a threat. He this was a person that did things to save her life like throughout the show. And it just. Nothing was good enough for her. I do realize that she thought that other people didn't like him because they made fun of him. But for them, it was just it was just jokes. She thought that they all hated him with her. And it was like, no. And and I agree with you. The teacher running out was ridiculous. ridiculous. But I must say, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I still feel like we was worse because even though she was sneaky and this was the only death. So it's like we're comparing somebody who does the dirt, like, right. you know, in a sneaky way or somebody who does it overtly. I feel like there's really not that much of a difference. There. Okay, they're, well, still both, they're still both killing. Yeah. And Guinam, he pushed several people out into harm's way when, yes, he, he might have been scared. Um, right. However, he pushed several people out into harm's way. He slit the principal's throat for no reason he, now that was bad. That was that he was awful, ate yeah. another teacher that was hiding, 
he he continuously no and even before the zombie apocalypse when he wasn't scared he forced that girl to do what what we saw in yeah. inside of uh in the show and he I forgot also that was bullied him. other kids I forgot that was he him, was one yeah. of the original bullies i remember of the science that teacher's i remember son. that yes. yeah so i am so sorry not yeah. sorry guinam <laughs> was worse in my opinion now when you put it that way now when you put it that way i can understand that uh we could agree that they're both just awful people yes. but however i'll say this let me ask you this which one would you which one would you rather would you rather have to deal with somebody that sneaky or somebody who you know is a is a jerk oh well i mean if we're if we're comparing (laughs) the two in that way would i rather the one who i can see coming or the one that i don't know if they're gonna stab me in the back of course the person who's just out there with it so that's the place that i I don't feel like it makes it better that's the place (laughs) where i was coming from gotcha I, i have a i have a thing about characters like that where it's like when i when i saw her looking at that bloody thing i immediately knew i was like she's gonna kill this boy i thought she was gonna grab it and like try to stab and try to stab him with it but then she turned out to be the worst type of villain that somebody that's going to you know people run around poisoning people that's the thing it was the sneakiness about Guinam, it's just like, oh, okay, that's the bad guy that presents himself as a bad guy. Easy. We kill him. Right. You know, we kill him. We all survive. But somebody like her, they had to vote her off the island. Right. Because she would, she did it to him. She would definitely do it to you. And the teacher's reasons when she was talking to, talking to her too, they were just, those reasons were stupid. She was all like, I shouldn't have cornered you. You're just scared. You're all scared. Scared. Right. Scared enough to kill a useful... So so if you haven't seen this show, the person she killed, as I stated before, he was useful. Mm-hmm. He was a team player. There was one moment that... And they even say this in the show. There was one moment where his actions actually saved the whole... Like, the survivors that were there. By the point they get to the point where she accuses him of being bitten... Um, he had already done so many things that saved all of their lives. Right. And the characters make it a point to bring that up to her. But she's just so hateful. And that, I guess that was my, that was my, that's why I felt so strongly about her mm-hmm. to say she's worse than Guinam because we didn't really see him have a level of hate. He just seems like a, you know, and I've met people like him too. I've met people like Guinam, but he just seems like, yeah, he did things that I would expect a high school bully to do, but I don't like the whole aspect of we can't trust you and you would like remember in The Walking Dead when somebody poisoned the water yes. and all the people got sick and everything. It's those are the things that grind my gears <laughs> with that. Those are the things that kind of get under my skin where I'm like, ooh, you need to be eaten by weasels. Right. Like, you just th- <laughs> <laughs> like I, I do not wish death on you, but I do wish a thousand minor inconveniences. Yes, exactly. I do hope you walk on a Lego. <laughs> I do hope that you that you scuff your new pair of shoes and yes. you get stuck in traffic. <laughs> well, she certainly deserved the fate that she got. She, oh, it could have been better, but more on that later <laughs> for for me. Yes, yeah, so. That was a big thing. Speaking of what you just said, that was a big thing for me. 
the antagonist didn't seem to get their due comeuppance. No. At all. They really didn't. Because, like, that's one thing that Guinam, here's something we can agree on. Guinam and Na Young, they both didn't really get what I felt would be a good comeuppance for them. Uh, somebody like somebody like Nayang, she should have gotten eaten by like a horde of zombies, like in a really painful way, and so should have Guinam. Uh-huh. That that's the way that to me that would have been a really satisfying. That would have been a really satisfying kill. I felt like Guinam's story arc could have should have ended um, once he got once Namra got a hold of him. I wish she would have just like just killed him and that would have been the end and that would have been good. Or how about when uh, Chiang San pushed him into the horde of zombies? Oh, I clapped at the TV screen (laughs) because I just like I thought that was the end of Guinam. And so uh, when when that happened, I was like, okay, yeah, good, man. Good riddance, man. You will not be missed. Right. And so but that didn't really happen. It was kind of lame. I thought well, I thought they fixed the whole Na Young thing when Guinam caught up with her, which I thought him killing her was lame anyway. But I thought that those zombies can just eat you into the point where you won't become a zombie at all. Uh-huh. So I thought we learned something new with that. But th- when that didn't happen, I was like, oh, so they just eat you and and uh, and you turn into. I thought you would turn into a, a, a hybrid at least if a hot hybrid bites you. Mm-hmm. But no, he just turned Na Young into into a regular right. zombie. Now, I wondered if that was because he was eating her. Yeah. Um, if he like bit off <laughs> too much meat or too much. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know. But um, yeah, because. Yeah, that's the thought that if that's a hybrid, if a bites, hybrid you, bites you, you would turn into a hybrid. He bit Namra, and Namra yeah. turned to hybrid. That and that's what I thought. I thought the same thing would happen to Na Young, and I thought that that would be a part of some weird, some weird redemption story arc. And so, which we, which they kind of started to give us a weird redemption yeah. story arc with her, which is the other thing I didn't really care for. I thought it was weird because. How do you come back from that? Right. And here's where you're absolutely right. Her and Guinam are in the exact same boat. Like there is no, as far as how do they come back from that? Mm. Like you, you can't come back from pushing people in the way of a zombie. There's no way in heck that you can come back <laughs> from poisoning somebody with zombie blood, watching them go through uh. the painful, excruciatingly painful process of turning to into no. a zombie and then continuing to lie on them as they are dying right. like telling everybody see see he was bitten i told you he was bit she was and awful. she yeah see what i'm saying like so <laughs> and so she's over there and and she's having these memories and she's watching a videotape of them and the storage closet by the way where she hid with the food that she could have alerted her classmates to. Right. Okay. She only she consistently only cared about herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's sitting in there. She's starting to have a change of a heart, but it's just like, what could this redemption arc is stupid? Like, what what could you possibly say to the people after they know what you did? Like, sorry. Right. <laughs> and so we see her packing the snacks to go share with her classmates. <laughs> and okay, I, I'm gonna admit. I, I, I felt bad. I, I, I did feel bad for her. 
seeing her in that little room by herself <laughs> trying to pack up the little snacks to go to go bring her former friends <laughs> it, it was sad okay and they did a good job like this is how good the show was they even make you feel a little a little bad for somebody yeah. like that you know guinam even him man i'm sure he had a bad he had a horrible childhood uh, to turn into the person he turned into so like <laughs> i don't i don't feel bad for him at all and mm-hmm. I, honestly like he should have he shouldn't have become a cool hybrid. He he should have just gotten eaten by them zombies exactly. and like that was the end of him, you know. Um, you know, every so here's <laughs> here's something I want to touch on about that. One thing that I that it, it wasn't it wasn't a deal breaker for me with the show, but something I just didn't understand was like, how is it that every character in this show woke up and chose violence? <laughs> They just roasted each other for no reason. Like everybody just came for each other's neck. You know, it was <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Like the like the dude's friend, I think it was yeah, Anjo talking to Chan and she's all just like, How, do you like my hair like this? Or do you like my hair like that? Yeah, and he he's... just paused and he's just like, get lost. <laughs> <laughs> And every every dude in the show, they couldn't flirt to save their life. No. They're just like the girls would try to flirt with them, and then the dudes would just be like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> and, and the girls yeah, get and the girls funny. aren't innocent either. Oh, they gave it right back. Mm-hmm. They would try to do something romantic for them. They're just like, "You're so stupid." Yes, <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, they all really just woke up and chose <laughs> violence." Just uh. wow. Teenagers, nobody was safe in there that was just like <laughs> no. wow it's just like to me that was a i mean it's it's kind of realistic but it, when when i was growing up it wasn't every day that everybody day. was like that yeah you know, was, every day even even with zombies all around them it's just like one girl was just like would you date me and the guy's just like no, yeah. and this is a this is a girl that's carrying him mm-hmm. in a wheelbarrow, saving his life. <laughs> but that that was that was really good comic relief. It was, and there it was perfect because she was just like, and she was so she was so sin- sincere about it. She was just like, this was the mouthy senior, uh, and she, yeah, she was, was funny. She was hilarious in there. And, you know, she had this innocent look on her face. Like, would you date me? Yeah, Mijin. <laughs> yeah. Mijin is her name. A, a dude was just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she's saving this. So I thought, I thought that was funny. But I had to wonder why everybody chose violence. So, so um, Anjo's father, Mr. Nam, him turning into a regular zombie instead of a cool hybrid zombie, that was a missed opportunity. I was... I w- even if they killed him as a hybrid zombie, it would have been cool to see him with augmented strength doing some more, you know, action movie star stuff. It really stuff would with have it. been. But I think they did. I think they might have made that same made that decision to not have him turn for the same reason that they didn't have Namra just being able to use her augmented strength in every situation. Oh, he would have been too powerful. Yeah, it would have turned into more of a an action movie less of a thriller mm-hmm. although there's some pretty they they have some pretty uh you know action movie style things that happen in there so you know i i feel i feel like it would have been better if they showed him turn into into a cool hybrid 
especially because we just see we only see him survive long enough to just uh you know just to see his daughter one more time and the reunion is short-lived as they have to run from all these zombies and he ends up getting getting bit in the turmoil so yeah so yeah so um I guess we come to the part where <laughs> we decide did all of us are dead did it uh all of us are dead <laughs> push them did to the song. edge all of us are dead did it flop no no I don't think it flopped nah. nope no no I thought it was um pretty entertaining and it kept me engrossed I mean there were a couple of times where it was like you know some filler or whatever and so it wasn't as exciting but um you know I feel like it was necessary to the plot of the story those moments so yeah I enjoyed it I really did so definitely not a flop for me what do you think definitely not a flop there is no way that this is a flop even with some of the things that I didn't really care for in in the story there's this is in no way a flop so that's it's a not for me (laughs) it's a not and you should you should definitely watch it yeah anybody from netflix if you're listening to this go ahead and uh renew it for a second season. (laughs) right right. at least at least one more season can can you do that let's tie up some loose ends we appreciate that (laughs) right Right. Yeah. And Lil Uzi Vert, if you're listening to this too, <laughs> yo, go ahead and hit us up with the All of Us Are Dead remix if you if you can. <laughs> yeah, throw in some of the actors from, from the show. Yeah. Yeah. We in all seriousness, we enjoy your music. So. <laughs> well, that's all our time for today. As always, if there's anything specific that you'd like for us to discuss or cover on our show feel free to shoot us an email at neversleepagainreviews at gmail.com. Or you can also reach us on Instagram and Facebook at neversleepagainreviews. Or you can check us out on our YouTube channel, Never Sleep Again, for weekly horror and sci-fi movie reviews. We thank you for listening with us. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Veronica. And you've been listening to The The Fairman Fairman Chronicles. Chronicles.